It's One Storytime, a podcast for kids of all ages who want to become investigators of God's Word, the one story of redemption in Jesus Christ. In each episode, we will learn an amazing Word of the Week, investigate a challenging question about God and His world, or to discover how to apply a Bible story to our lives. So let's get started. Here's our host, Dr. John Kwasny, but you can just call him Doc. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. It's so good to spend this time with you again. When I was in elementary school, there was no such thing as personal computers, laptops, or certainly not iPads. We had to type all our school reports or papers on a typewriter. Have you ever seen one of those? Maybe in a museum. Typewriters were wonderful tools in many ways, but there was one big problem. If you made a mistake, what we call a typo today, you had to roll out the piece of paper, throw it away, and start over. It was very frustrating, that's for sure. Then one day, someone brilliant invented something called whiteout. A little bottle filled with white paint that you could brush over the word you spelled wrong. Then you could just type right over the whiteout without having to throw out that piece of paper. As you can imagine, whiteout saved a lot of paper and a lot of frustration. Now that we've moved on to computers and iPads, it is so much easier to deal with a mistake in a school paper or report. You can just delete the word and enter the right one. You can delete whole paragraphs that you don't like. And we have the neat inventions of spell check and autocorrect so you don't spell words wrong. But even with all this technology, we still make errors and mistakes in what we write. Nothing we do is ever really error-free. Well, this leads us to another word of the week that helps us know how special the Bible is. Actually, we'll talk about two words of the week, inerrancy and infallibility. Those are some big words, aren't they? Let's start with the first in word, Inerrancy. Inerrancy means the Bible is without error. If you are listening very closely, you hear the little word err in the word inerrancy. When something is inerrant, it is without errors. The Bible is the only book that is without any errors, meaning it is totally true. The second in word is infallibility. Infallibility means the Bible is incapable of failing. It has total authority because it can never be wrong. So do you hear how infallibility goes with inerrancy? The Bible is without error, and it will always endure. It is true, and it will always be true. Now, we have to stop and make one thing very clear. Inerrancy applies to the original autographs of the Bible. What does that mean? Well, let's start with this. What language is your Bible written in? It's probably in English if you speak English like I do. Over many hundreds of years of work, the Bible has actually been translated into most of the languages people speak. But the Bible was not first written in English. The Old Testament was mostly written in Hebrew, and the New Testament was written in the Greek language. 
Aren't you glad people translated Hebrew and Greek into English or whatever language is your native language? Most people today cannot read Hebrew or Greek. So back to my point. When we speak of inerrancy, we are saying the Bible in its original writings in Hebrew and Greek is without error. Copies and translations made from the original writings are not necessarily without error. Humans could have made mistakes when making copies. But you need to know that even our copies and translations are very, very accurate. When they stick to the original writings, we can trust them as well. How amazing is it that God used human writers to write down the words of the Bible and he made sure they didn't make any mistakes? Only God can do that. But sadly, there are people who think they see mistakes or errors in the Bible. One group of critics say there are 800 errors in the Bible. Another man says there are over a thousand. So why do Christians believe the Bible is inerrant and infallible when these people have found all these errors? Well, three reasons. First, we believe the Bible is the Word of God. If you listen to my podcast on inspiration, this N-word is actually where we start. Since God actually breathed out the Bible, then it must be inerrant. Do you get that? God doesn't make mistakes. God doesn't make errors, so the Word of God cannot have errors either. Since God is all truth, then His Word must be totally true too. Hebrews 6.18 says that God is not a man, so he does not lie. Secondly, Jesus and the apostles of the New Testament taught the truth of the inerrancy of the Bible. In John 10.35, Jesus said that the scripture cannot be broken. In Matthew 5.18, Jesus said, not one dot or iota will pass away until all is accomplished. Those are two ways to talk about the Bible being inerrant. Jesus and the apostles believed that the word of God was inspired and inerrant and infallible, all three of our in words. So if Jesus believed that all of God's word was totally true, then we should also believe that it is without error. And then third, the Christian church has believed the Bible is inerrant for the last 2,000 plus years. This is the standard and orthodox view of Bible-believing Christian churches. Our fathers of the faith all believe that the Bible was without errors and was incapable of making mistakes. After this podcast is over, ask your parents if they believe the Bible is inerrant and infallible. Ask them if they believe it is totally true. If your parents are followers of Jesus and teaching you to put your faith in Jesus for your salvation, I have a feeling that they believe the Bible is inerrant and infallible too. You can trust the Bible is without error because it is the inspired word of God, because Jesus and the apostles believed it, and because the Christian church has always believed it too. So how do we explain what some people think are mistakes in the Bible? Well, for one thing, some people are just looking for mistakes. They're trying their hardest to prove that the Bible is not the word of God. But there are some other important explanations for so-called mistakes. As I mentioned earlier, it is the original writings that are without errors, so some mistakes can be copy errors. Depending on what translation of the Bible you are reading, 
humans could have made mistakes when they copied certain portions of Scripture. Another explanation is that some mistakes are actually because of a misunderstanding of the context of the text. Some verses look like they are in error, but when you understand the historical context, they make perfect sense. Also, what some people claim are mistakes happen when they take the Bible too literally in places. We have to recognize that the Bible has portions that include figurative and poetic language too. And then finally, some so-called mistakes can be explained by two different writers looking at the same situation from their own perspectives. We often see this in the Gospels. Rest assured, boys and girls, the Bible is inerrant and infallible. I want you to make sure you understand that it is absolutely essential that you believe the Bible is totally free from error. Because if the Bible were full of errors or mistakes, then how could we trust that it is really God's Word? Then it would only be a book written by a bunch of men. Even if the Bible had just one error, you would always wonder if there were more mistakes that you just don't know about yet. When you reject that the Bible is without error, then you'll begin to wonder if certain stories were just made up. Maybe there wasn't really a worldwide flood that killed all human beings except the eight that were on the ark. Maybe the Israelites really didn't walk across the Red Sea on dry ground. Maybe Jesus didn't really multiply those loaves and fish to feed all those thousands of hungry people. And worst of all, maybe Jesus didn't really rise from the dead. Maybe he is still in the grave. Do you see how essential it is to believe the word of God is truly inerrant and infallible? It is the foundation for all that we believe as Christians. I will say it to you even more strongly. You cannot be a Christian and believe that the Bible is full of errors. There's a reason why Christians are often called people of the book. What we believe about God and salvation and all of life itself is grounded in the Bible. If the Bible is not fully true, then Christianity is a lie. So I want you to not only believe the Bible is inerrant and infallible, but I want you to love that it is. When you know the Bible is totally true, then you will grow to love it more each day. Thank you for investigating God's Word with us today. One Story Time is brought to you by One Story Ministries, provider of Christ-centered Bible curriculum for the church, home, and school. You can discover more about our resources for children, youth, and adults by visiting onestoryministries.org. Please share this podcast with your friends, family, and church so you can talk about it together. Until next time, keep learning, loving, and living out God's Word.